0: What is going on, beautiful people? I hope you are having an amazing day. Welcome back to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I'm your host, Jay Nixon. And if you know anything about me or you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that my goal is to help you live your happiest, healthiest life while on the quest to cure obesity. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I am immensely grateful that you spend your time listening to me rant and ramble about all things health, wellness, abundance, and opportunity. It absolutely means the world to me. Today's episode is sponsored by my brand new weight loss transformation program called FLEX. FLEX stands for a Flexible Lifestyle Eating and Exercise Program. And my promise is this, it will be the last program you ever need to purchase. It is a weight loss program that is not a diet. I know that just blew your mind. This is not a diet. There's no pills, potions, or false promises that you have to purchase. There's no fad, no covers of magazines, no doctors in lab coats. This is real deal lifestyle transformation that is going to change your life forever. You will never need to do another diet. You're going to get Expert level support and accountability. You're going to get transformative information about how to eat, when to eat, what to eat. There's three reasons that people struggle with weight loss There's too, it's too much, too often, or the wrong combination. They're either eating too much food too often, or they're eating the wrong combinations. And I'm going to help you fix all three of those. Thousands of people just like you have ditched the depressive diet roller coaster, have come on board with the Thrive Forever Fit flex program and are transforming their lives. We've got clients that have lost 10 pounds in the first seven days, 15 pounds, 20 pounds. We've got clients that are over 130 pounds down. Guys, I promise you, this is the last program you'll ever need to purchase. And I am more than honored to offer it to you so that I can help you on your journey. All right, let's get to the show. What's the best exercise? What's the best diet? Who's the coolest of the cool? These are all things that we discuss on the podcast today with my awesome guest, Chelsea Keller. Chelsea is the co-host of the Thick Thighs Save Lives, try to say that 10 times fast, podcast, and the founder and creator of constantly varied gear which is one of the coolest like female athletic um, leisure wear athletic wear companies that I have seen in a long time they've got some of the coolest tights. I was talking to her today about hey why can't dudes get some of these cool tights with all these awesome designs and everything like that on them. Anyway, she's going to work on that for me. But we have such a great and powerful conversation today. It's always awesome to talk to somebody who has a different mindset about what health, wellness, fitness, nutrition, all of those things look like. You guys are going to absolutely love Kelsey. I enjoyed our conversation. It went by so quick. Um, Saddle up, get ready you're going to love it. All right, here we go. Hello, Kelsey. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. We had a little chat to kind of get to know each other a little bit, but I'm really, I'm excited about this for a lot of reasons. I love meeting like-minded people like in the fitness space and the nutrition space and the transformation world or whatever you want to call what it is that we do. I want to get your opinion on that too. I'm going to make myself a little note. I think that'd be a great question. But yeah, I'm excited. You're entrepreneurial like crazy. You love helping people. You've got an awesome podcast. So we're gonna dive into all that. But before we do, just give me the give me the elevator pitch, Uber pitch. Like if we're I'm driving Uber and I'm like, Hey, what do you do? Like, who are like, you? Who are you, lady? What's, dirty. What's, what's going on?
1: Um, that's always been a really hard box for me to create. Oh, maybe, listen, I can't.
0: I, can, I can't answer the question. Okay. So I, I'm a little bit of an asshole for asking it, but I, I always I'm hoping that someday somebody says something that like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and use it. So what yeah. you got? It
1: that inspires you to create it. Yeah, so um, I am the chief brand officer at consley barrad That's currently um, the role that I'm kind of in here, although I have my hands literally in everything because I'm an entrepreneur. Um, So, um, But actually originally I started in social work. So I have my master's degree in clinical social work and um, psychology. So my idea for what I thought I wanted to do was individual therapy. So I never really had an, and I thought I was going to open my private practice. And I knew that, um, you know, I knew that I had a business sense behind it, but um, I thought I was going to be in a therapy role of helping people on that end. And I kind of realized there was a lot of red tape around what you could do with people and the limits to, you know, how you could impact people's lives. Yeah. And the more that I learned about just like how we help people, from a mental health perspective. And then from a physical health perspective, they were not connected at all. And that was very bothersome to me oh. because that doesn't make any sense. Like how we live our lives does not chop off our head and say like, okay, now we're just active in our bodies and we're not concentrating on our mental health and where you are mentally has no effect on your physical health. It just, it didn't make any sense. Um, So, you know, when we decided that constantly varied gear, um, was going to kind of move more into the fitness space where I started was just kind of um, giving away free workouts. I was like, hi ladies, I'm Kelsey. And like, let's do a workout together and you could win some leggings and get them like, you know, acquainted with the apparel. But it was more of a secondary idea than to just kind of having a platform and creating space to help people. Um, so, I mean, I know that's a long,
0: <laughs> no, no, it's, I, I think it's, it's a great transition. I love the, I, we have similar backgrounds and how that started. Like I started in medicine and like in nursing and like, I thought I was going to be, you know, do all of these great things like medically. And then I realized that like, this is so broken that I'm never going to be able to do what it is that I have to do with my life. And if I continue down this path, I'm going to be broken and miserable and I'm never going to fulfill my purpose. And so I completely, when you're talking, I'm like, I can totally relate. How did you transition? I mean, you gave me a little bit there, but like, how did that transition from, you know, clinical practice of social work to fitness and like the, the area that we're in now?
1: Yeah. Um, I love that you said that the system is so broken because I really, I say that to a lot of people because I went into, you know, different areas where I was like in, um, intensive foster care. I worked with people in their homes who had their children move from DCF and trying to stabilize the home. It was, you know, a home stabilization program. And I was like, each place that I went, I was like, this system is so broken. And I'm trying to find different avenues that it's not broken and I can really serve my purpose. And it, it, I had to create it.
0: Like
1: I, I couldn't find it in a broken system. I had to create it outside of that. So, um, Yeah, the idea (laughs) was um, to kind of honestly disrupt the diet industry with some new ideas. So um, I started with the workouts and I would, they were all based on performance. So it was not based around losing weight. It wasn't based around physical appearance. It wasn't based on any aesthetic goals. It was really just like, hey, let's move our bodies in a purposeful way that feels good for us and um, start to actually talk to women about listening to their bodies, which is just an amazing concept that a lot of people don't realize they're so far from yeah, listening yeah. to what their body actually needs, the movement that they feel good doing, and that that doesn't look the same for everyone. So like, I would love to be married to like, this is the certain um, you know form of fitness that's gonna work for everyone. Like me personally, I'm a CrossFitter, but like yeah. that doesn't work for everyone. No. And I can have, the, you know, self-reflective enough to be like, that's not the avenue for everyone. It's not going to work for everyone. The same diet is not going to work for everyone. And like coming into that space in health and fitness and being like, hey guys, so everything that you've been told is complete bullshit. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> All right listen, and- I'm agreeing with you hundred percent. So I'm, we're, in this, <laughs> we're in exactly on the same the same plane. I mean, we're. I want to talk about that. Um, that the the concept, the idea of listen to your body, right? I I think about it and I talk about it a lot, and I'm not sure I'm where I want to be with it, and that's why I want to keep having this conversation. I yes, hundred percent. Caveat: Most people don't have a good enough relationship with themselves to even listen to their body, and or their body has been lying to them for lack of a better term for so long that it's like it's a dysfunctional relationship and who's really listening to who and who's doing that so how do you unpack that when you kind of like get into the weeds of like listen to your body right
1: yeah i love that you said that and i love that you brought up that you're not quite there because i don't think any person like every time I talk to women about their journey and they say like, you know, I thought I was there and then I had this incident that really disrupted how I thought about my body or I had this day where like, you know, I go in with like all this confidence and like, you know, being okay with how my body looks aesthetically, but then I walk by a mirror and all of a sudden I think I'm back to square one. And the fact is, is that like the journey of like health and fitness is ongoing and i don't think it ever ends i don't no. think we're ever going to get to a place where you are 100% you know feeling like i am in total control of everything about my body i you know have this regimen that i stick to and i feel good about it every day because like our bodies change our bodies change with age over the years our environmental factors our lives look differently so like at one point in my life you know fitness was an extremely important part of my you know daily um, life but you know, running a business has taken a lot of that time where I still wanna bring it back to, this is important for me and my health, but that is where my life is right now. So I have to give and take from, you know, what I wanna do and what I'm listening to doing to where I currently am. So just to go back to like the point of, um, you know, how do we listen to our bodies to a place where we have, you know, damaged that relationship. I think the first thing is realizing that you have damaged that relationship. Yeah, because like it's not only you know sometimes physically where we have you know damaged we've taken ourselves out of our bodies so that we can't even identify what our bodies are really needing. And then the secondary part of that is the damaged relationship with food. Yeah, so uh, many people have a very damaged relationship with food, and it, it's not any fault of their own. We live in a world that we say these things are good things, things are bad. Right. This, You know, it's, it's constantly fed to you. And even if you're in a place where like, I don't characterize foods as being good and evil, and it doesn't have a morality to it. Even when you have conversations with people, they, they can't even, they bring it up every time. Right. So it's not right. like you can come to a place where you say like, I'm, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do the good and bad, but like, you do attend social events, right? Yeah. So, so eventually you're going to have someone say like, oh, you're being so good today or you're being so bad. And it's like, uh, buy my food or my right. the general yeah. presence here, or you know?
0: And I, I I don't know if you're saying this, but I'm, I'll am i say it. And I think you might agree with me. Like even somebody like me, like this is what I do for, a, I, mean, I literally started working out when I was 11 years old, right? I'm 48. So we're for like, most from way more of my life than not, I've, I've been doing something right, physically active, and then the bringing the food component of it. And I'm still guilty of those. That's very same thing of looking at a food object and saying, like, well, that's good. That's bad. I haven't earned that I haven't this or why. And so, listen, if I can be guilty of it, it it's somebody who this is my, you know, all I do every, every single day, then don't beat yourself up if you're still guilty of that as well because it's you know it's I think it's part of just who we are it's it's kind of we've been programmed that way and unprogramming those beliefs and those thoughts of you know rewarding ourselves like I mean if you think about even back to being a child it's like you get rewarded with cake and you get rewarded with ice cream like no child ever has been rewarded with broccoli right it's like if yeah. you're really good today we are going to get you so much broccoli that you are going to I mean. This, it's never happened, right? And so we've got these these misconceptions and these these convoluted thoughts about what food are just as a whole anyway. So I agree, like we got to unpack a lot of things to get to that, like, what kind of relationship do I have with all of that? And I, I talk about it the very same way. It's, it's like a relationship you have with another human almost.
1: Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that's overlooked is that we treat our relationship with ourselves almost less than we treat our relationships with other people. Oh, yeah. And it's like a, a wild idea because ultimately your relationships with other people depends on your relationship with yourself. So if you're not going to have or address the relationship with yourself and your food and something that you have to make a decision on every day, um, you're really not showing up for the people around you as a whole version of you. If you're you know, still having these conversations with yourself where like either it comes to confidence, like putting ourselves down, even just putting so much emphasis on the bodies that we're in. It's like, this is, this is my vehicle to live this life. And its sole purpose here is not to look pretty. It's not for aesthetic reasons. Its purpose is to carry me through all of these important things that I have going on. And I want to have good energy and I want to be able to show up for the people around me. And, you know, I want to be able to live a limitless life, right. To do the things that I want to be able to do. My body allows me to do that. So like changing that relationship to like, are you an ornament or are you, you know, living in your body with like, that's the only thing you're going to have for the rest of your life.
0: Right. So like it's
1: a pretty important relationship to work on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm big on an analogy. So I use the same analogy this weekend. We were talking kind of about like, you know, definitions and concepts and like, you know, like you said earlier, like weight, weight loss and fitness and being healthy and all those things. I like think it's a never, it's, it's a consistently varied thing. I mean, not to use your, your brand as a, as a, as a pun, but it really is. And then we were talking in, in, in this meeting that I had, and we were talking about like, people believing they need something else to complete them right and it's, so it's a good analogy it's like well i'll find this person and then when i find this person then i'll be whole and then everything will be perfect and i said well if, if you're the version of yourself right now that feels incomplete what do you think you're going to attract you're just going to it's going to be two incomplete jokers that try to make one whole and the chaos that that's going to create is going to be monumental it's very similar to the relationship we have with ourselves when it comes to food and movement and And, you know, all the crazy words, right, like fit and healthy and well, and like, it's all so radical that we are so confused about, I always say this, like the the fitness and nutrition industry is like a $5 trillion industry now, and we've never been more confused, we've never been unhealthier, we've never been more just crazy.
1: Yeah and I mean the fitness industry relies on you feeling confused feeling confused you're looking for the next thing that's going Holy. to be the answer so yeah. the next thing is what they're going to sell you so
0: <laughs> if
1: you are so set and not feeling necessarily confused or looking for the next answer you're not even bothered by all the noise that's going on in the fitness industry like you know I I run a group of of a fitness group of women. That's like over 80,000 women and the next new diet that comes up, you know, always makes its way in there. We always got to address it. And whether it's like keto or whether it's what, whoever we're demonizing this week, whether it be carbs or fat or like whoever it is, because it's, you know, it's, it's a new demon. You got to change it up when everyone realizes it doesn't work. Um, And so I, I get exposed to, and I love to have a pulse on what they are. Cause I get exposed to them and it's really like, guys, we can learn things. We, you know, new information can come out, and you can say like, yeah. "Oh, I, you know, I'd love to, um, you know, experiment with some of this, or I'd love to experiment with some of this." But if you're looking for the next answer, it's always going to be the next one that comes out.
0: Right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. It's, just, it's totally just taking the the D word, diet, and like putting it, putting a new dress on it, or changing the color of it, or giving it a new name, or you know, putting it on a magazine cover and having a you know somebody in a white lab coat who we, you know, who we or we're trained to respect, uh, let's a doctor. So this must be the solution to my, you know, all of my, my situations. You said something earlier that really resonated with me as well as like, you talked about like you created this, I, this, this fitness concept and it wasn't about weight loss. It wasn't about this. And so I think that weight loss, my, this is Jay Nixon's perspective. I believe weight loss is a side effect of all the other stuff, right? Like I think if you look at life or your whatever your journey is and weight loss is the only variable that you care about it's going to be really challenging to get to it but if you just treat yourself better if you just have a better relationship with yourself if you just you know make better decisions if you sleep more if you drink more water I mean then weight loss is going to be a natural side effect and that's something that is sustainable for the rest of our lives like I don't believe in teaching people things that aren't sustainable and so you'll, you know, if you ever go to my website, you'll see that I don't use the D word. I'm, I'm adamant about it being like probably one of the most destructive words in our, you know, in the human language. And so, I mean, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, I love that you use it as a, a side effect because that's often how I explain it to people as well. I think that one of the, if it's a side effect, if that's, um, where your body is healthy, and I think for a lot of people, wow. we hold on to the idea of a smaller body is healthier, and it's just not no, that. No. You know, it, it's it's funny because when you not funny, haha. But um, it's an interesting concept that you know we don't ask people who are in smaller bodies how their health is doing generally right. and their health could be suffering tremendously but and they could not be living a healthy lifestyle but because they're in a smaller bodies so we assume that they're in a healthier lifestyle when that's not necessarily true right. and the side effect of living a healthier lifestyle is finding a body that is that works for you right. and that you feel good in so like if you are sleeping well if you are um you know prioritizing like food that makes you feel good movement that makes you feel good. Then you, it translates into different areas of your life and just overall a healthier lifestyle. And one of the things about that is too, is like the aesthetics for the ideal body are constantly changing. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> you well, can and, go... and, based,
0: and based on whose opinion.
1: Exactly. Uh, so yeah. like when we get so caught up in like the it's, it's been a challenge to be, I'm sure you understand this in the fitness industry and not using those words and not yeah. using necessarily weight loss. Because when I talk to women about implementing more nutritious foods in their diet, they say, well, how much weight am I going to lose? And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, I'm, I'm not going to go there with you because yeah. like, it's not um, sustainable to keep just yeah. like looking for the next thing. And you think that you're going to get to this goal weight yeah. and you're going to find happiness and find health. And I want to just I want to jump in front of that and say, like, it doesn't happen there.
0: I've and had this, to get like, radically always- honest. Yeah. People will ask yeah. me the same question. Like, how much weight am I going to lose? How fast can I lose it? Fast, yeah. <laughs> and I always say, I have no idea. And anybody who gives you an answer to that is a psychopath that you should run away from as fast <laughs> as humanly possible. And they'll be like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, it's it's not, there's no formula on the planet that I can put you into and put all these different variables and parameters. And it's going to spit me out a this by this, this number by this date. I mean, we can talk in hypotheticals if that's what you want to do. And I, you know, but I could put two of you that that look exactly the same. You're going to have two different results. And the caveat to what I said earlier is if your body needs to lose weight, that will be a side effect. The other side effect might be, you might gain some weight. Yeah. You might get more muscular. You might put on more body fat because you need it for that time of your life. And so, you know, I think you and I, I mean, I, I don't meet very many people in the the world that we live in that are willing to have a conversation like this, because I always tell my clients, I'm like, this is not sexy. Like, I'm never going to promise you something that sounds, you know, Hey, you want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. I mean, that stuff drives me insane. It's like, it, it, but the sad thing is we're so programmed is like, even though me, if I'm a consumer, I read that, I know it's not true, but I want it to be true so freaking bad that I'll say yes to it anyway. And then I'll, and then I'll just set myself up for another failure. So breaks my heart, like bum, it really bums me out.
1: Yeah, no, it it absolutely does. Because what you, what you take is, um, you know, people who are looking for an answer and often feel desperate looking for an answer and you're feeding them, bullshit there you're feeding them and nothing that is actually um based on fact and I love that you said that's like a psychopath because (laughs) I go so hard on that because you know people have said well I got this answer from this person and I'm like well that's fine but that's not actually what's going to happen because like even you and I could eat the same things we could do the exact same workouts and our bodies are going to look different so The, the idea that you could give someone a formula and guarantee them a certain aesthetic within a certain time frame is absolutely insane. Like you don't have that same body. Your metabolism is different. How you carry body fat's different. Like your even day-to-day activity level, how you have um, experienced your environment until now is different. Like there are so yeah. many genetics.
0: <laughs> yeah. One of the first so things I, people like they'll want either want to work with me or come to me and be like, okay, Like, what's the first thing I should do as said, okay. The first thing you have to do is this. And it's always something to do with the language they're using the way they think or something like that. And they're like, what does that have to do with weight loss? And I will, well, first and foremost, everything, but secondarily, like, if you're going to, if you, if you still have the same belief system and the same mindset, I could give you the, it doesn't exist, but I could give you the perfect diet the perfect exercise structure. I could give you every supplement on the planet. I could give you the perfect formula, and it would not work for you. And they're like, "But I that don't understand. I, what do you mean?" And so it's like, it's like, it, you know, it's kind of I'm an anomaly when it comes to like most people because most people just want you'll I can get, help you lose ten pounds, right? And yeah. you know that may be very well true. there's a million ways to lose 10 pounds and there's, you know, and and there's also a million ways to not lose 10 pounds and, and all of those things kind of, kind of come together in that. So I'm, it's refreshing to have a conversation with somebody who has the same kind of ideals and beliefs about the, the broken system that listen, we left a broken system when we came to another system that's broken, but at least this one, I feel like I have a slight bit more. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to use the word control because that's way far from truth, but like, A slight, bit, a slight bit more influence, maybe.
1: Yeah, I always say like the impact because, like, even though you know we're not the minority in the space, I'm majority in the fa- in the space, yeah. like we are, you know, taking up small corners. But the more discussions we have around this, the more you know we can have even just like living examples of people saying like, "Hey, like I'm living a full, vibrant, healthy lifestyle," yeah. and that is that number on the scale changes during that time. And I'm still living this healthy lifestyle. Like that's what health looks like to me, where it becomes like a body, mind and like spirit, where your interactions with people and your relationships are healthy. And like, I don't know where along the lines we took health and we got so far away from what health actually looked like and felt like that it just went into like, health looks like this thing when it's like health, does not look like anything. You can't see health. Like you can't see how mentally healthy someone is. Like you right. cannot put a gauge on that. And as soon as we start redefining what health actually means like personally for us, I think that's where we really start to make an individual change. Like I always encourage women to or the, you know, the people I work with to think about like what does healthy look like for you? Yeah. Like what does that look like on a daily basis? Like does it really look like not eating any of the foods that you enjoy? Um, does it really look like waking up at four a.m. for the gym every day? And is that sustainable for your life? Like, it, it might be, but it might not be. Yeah. So, putting that in like the the sense of like, I can only be healthy if I get to the gym by five a.m. and I only eat salads, and I am never at any Christmas dinners, or like, that's not. Does that look healthy? Does that feel healthy for you? And I think each of us are going to have you know, very different definitions of what health will look like for us on a daily basis.
0: I love the word definite. Like I am so huge on like language and definitions and everything. So I, I get people to define that for themselves before they ever start. And because if I don't know what your definition of health is, yeah. and I try to use mine and they're not even in the same book, then we're not going to, we're going to, we're going to miss, right. Like we're not going to connect on that um, I was telling you before we started, I had a, a, a live event this weekend. That's the first thing I did as I gave them their pre-work was they had to come with the definitions of like seven different words. And then I, and then we went around the room and like, everybody had a different definition of basic words. I mean, this was like, what does success mean? What does being fit mean? What does being healthy mean? Like, what does love mean? Like this, this money, I mean, I mean, words that like, you know, money, like what does money mean to you? And I always ask that question because that one, like, Opens up a gamut of like, oh Lord, like this could get really crazy because like, well, how do I say this? And so I like to see where people live at in their languaging, yeah. and then offer them the opportunity to change the definition if they want to. Yeah, uh, that's the key. Is I think we've we've been programmed, we've grown up, and when you go to school, they say, Jay, this is the definition of this. Therefore, you shall use this definition for the rest of your life. And as I've, I've gotten older, like we talked about earlier, I make up words, I do all kinds of things. It's like, I've like, one of my greatest successes personally for me is I believe I've redefined the terms of, of how I'm willing to live. Mm-hmm. And it's been the, one of the most liberating and like success pieces of, of my puzzle. I mean, do you, do you kind of have that, do you feel the same way about like words and definitions?
1: Well, Jay, what a great exercise. First of all, I am in love with that number one for even just like, um, you know, opening the idea to think about those words and identify them with ourselves. Like, I don't think we often do that. You just kind of go by a definition that's given to you and you're just like, well, what am I supposed to say success feels like? And I think like I follow a lot of creators who are, are like, hey, you know, success is identif- like is a different definition for all of us and it right. doesn't always look like what you think it might with like making a lot of money or yeah. cars or you know some of the things that yeah. were kind of geared like shifted towards like that's not what success looks like for me that's right. not what i prioritized because like i feel just in in my personal sense that like success for me is you know, more along the lines of like having an impact here. Like that is successful to me. And I don't I drive a sob and like like, you know what I mean? Like I don't that's not on the like success priority list for me. Uh So I think that's a great exercise. And then even to just listen to what other people have to say for their same definitions. Like totally I love that.
0: Yeah we went around the room and like every it was like somebody else would say and like oh my gosh and I didn't I've never thought of that. Yeah. So it kind of goes back to what you were talking. We, we we kind of started the conversation. I was like, you know, listening to your body. Well, if you and your body are using two definitions for the same word, then it's like, well, those two things are just going to, you know, you know, have a conflict. And then it it also allows people to like if we if we were just on the street, you know, how they do those microphone things, like, hey, what's the who's the who was the thirty seventh president, right? Mm-hmm. We walked around and we said, hey, what's the definition of this, right? we would get so many different answers and we would also get a lot of people who were like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I, ask, I ask people all the time, like, you know, what's like, I was talking about living a purposeful life, you know, kind of like you mentioned, like success for you means like living on purpose, like yeah. making an impact. So I ask people a lot. I'm like, you know, cause I talk about alignment. And like, if you're in, if you're in alignment with who it is that you want to be, the decisions you make will be way different than if you're out of alignment. And so i ask asked people in the room, like, what's, what's your purpose? And it's like, they're like, that's such a great question. And I wish I had an answer, but I don't know. And I always say that's so okay. Right. It's totally okay. But it's something to think about. Right. It gives you more. And I don't think before I had them do this exercise that any of them had defined these basic terms probably ever, if, and if not forever, for a really, really long time. So it was an unbelievable, I think I'll I'll probably do it from now on, just with different words and things, just because it really opened up people's brain to like, oh, well, like, we can both have two different definitions, Mm -hmm. and both still be really happy, right? Like, I don't have to have yours, you don't have to have mine, but we can get to the same place.
1: Yeah, I, um, you know, just brought up, thoughts about like confidence and confidence in making decisions because I have a lot of discussions around that. You know, people have asked me, a lot. where do you get this like confidence from? Where do you come like with all these, you know, how do you enter these rooms and kind of like come into them and just be like talking very confidently. But when you have identified your purpose and your decisions from there, They either align with their purpose or they don't. And they become a lot easier if you have that clear definition and you you, like to yourself. And then you can kind of say like, okay, does this align with my purpose or does this not? And it's kind of easier to weed out those, you know, those tempting um, either opportunities or different decisions in your life that you have to make on a day-to-day basis when you know what your, you know who you are, you know what your purpose is, and you know if this aligns or not, and if it doesn't align, I'm like, and we're moving on. <laughs>
0: totally. <laughs> it, makes it, it makes life easy. Like, I, I teach, we're not going to get into it, but I teach this thing called a, um, it's like my core value triad, right? So, it's it's the three pillars of my core values, and I teach people how I can take any question, put it into that calculator, and if it doesn't meet all three criteria, then the answer is no. If it yeah. meets all three criteria, then the answer is yes. And it makes my life really easy. And so when you start to get people to think differently around that, right? It's like, okay, well, how do I make a decision? It's like, well, does it meet your core values? Does, is it in alignment with the purpose and passion that you have about life? And often the answer is no, but they still do it anyway. And so it's like, it's a yeah. really, yeah, it makes life so much easier if you do have those, your personal definitions, right, in, in, in place, Something I I want to transition to a little bit, because we've got so many awesome things to talk about. You're such a rock star. You mentioned that, you mentioned the leggings and you said, well, I did workouts. And then if you did this, then I would introduce you to the leggings. I mean, we're going to share your website um, in the show notes and everywhere, but it's just constantly variedgear.com. I mean, I've got it pulled up on my screen right now. Like, I mean, these are for ladies, but I'm thinking like, maybe I'm, I don't know, am I do not know my medium? Like, I think like getting some, they're so cool. Like, like, you, I mean, you. did you just start out with like, Hey, I'm going to get a pair of like this one color legging and then I'll, I'll do that. And then now we've got sunflowers and we got cool shirts and we got like all kinds of stuff. Like, how did you, I love the, the, the business entrepreneurial side of that. Like you took a, I'm sure you just liked leggings and you're like, people will love these. And now the next thing well, you know, we got a whole business.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's it snowballs into um, something bigger but we actually started with shirts and we started with like funny saying shirts and it kind of like naturally progressed into more active wear and that's where you know leggings started coming Were the funny
0: shirts were they were they fitness oriented or they had they were they were
1: Um, early on, they were more for like obstacle course races or CrossFitters. So they were kind of like geared towards just like funny sayings, things like that. Um, But then we realized our customer base who was kind of looking for those um, like funny sayings, are honestly like what they wanted to say to the world. Like whether that be like funny or sassy or like things like that, we were like, okay, that's the customer base. So then from there, Getting some badass leggings just seemed like a natural. Part.
0: Yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Because like they're really stand out. Like they're you you know we have some solid ones, but there is a lot of just like standout patterns for you know people who want to um, say something to the world. They want to be able to put on leggings that make them feel like they are inside. And I think that's where it started to, And like, I talk a lot about my community because like they really drive everything that we do. Like yeah. ultimately like we're picking, you know like designs and patterns and stuff here but like they really come up with a lot of concepts. Like we released um, a Phoenix pattern in two, two colors. And they just said like, you know, I, feel like I'm a phoenix like I've come out you know I've gone through so much and I was like we're we're running with that idea (laughs) That's cool. and then come come out with you know some patterns since then so it's really um it's come a long way we have a lot of of new stuff coming we have releases every week so we honestly have a new product coming out every week every week yeah what are you crazy (laughs) I know I know it it didn't always be that way, but we, we moved on to, um, to, and it's not always leggings. Sometimes it's, you know, jackets or sports bras or, um, dresses. We've moved into dresses, shorts, things like that. We have really athleisure. We have so many different things because from our community too, like they loved wearing the leggings. We take so much pride in just coming out with good quality stuff. Like, it's, it's always, like, good quality stuff. Like, you're not going to wear them one time, like, that you got off warm or anything. Like, they're going to be, like, sweat-proof, squat-proof. Like, things that were early on, people didn't know. Like, their leggings were completely see-through. And they were trying to go through squats and, like, you could see through them. So, we kind of, like, honed in on that. We're, like, we are making... Leggings that you cannot see through, (laughs) like they're squat proof. Like that's really important for people that are moving. Well, listen, it says
0: on the website you've almost sold seven hundred thousand leggings, and so I would I would assume that that they would have to be pretty awesome, or that number would not be approaching a million.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. um, Yeah, we are actually our eight hundred thousandth customer. We um, gave her her entire order for free because she was our, like, and she happened to be like a new customer coming in and we were just like, Hey, guess what? Like you happen to be this number, like here's your order for free. But yeah, it's, it's a ton of word of mouth. Like, yeah, when people believe in something, they believe in a message, you know, we stand behind a pretty hard message, um, especially in the space that we're in. And then also, you know, have the apparel behind it. People have really, um, they've rallied behind it. They've been like, I'm into this. I'm into all of these clothes. I want more. That's why we had to make dresses. We were like, um, you know, they want to wear them everywhere.
0: That's so awesome. I love that. And just started with some fun t-shirts
1: started with some fun t-shirts and now we're here
0: the moral of that is just start I mean you have no idea where it's going to end up or how cool something could 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 be and we can use that for our health and wellness we can use that for a new business we can use that for a million million different things and so I think that's honestly
1: like I even say this about our podcast too like our first episode like we just went over 200 episodes and we have like over 200 million or over 2 million downloads like it's great but like we almost didn't do it at all because me and my sister were like we're gonna say something wrong oh. there's no way that you can go and have people record and listen and like not say something stupid or wrong or they could be taken the wrong way oh. or like whatever like it just it's gonna happen like right. we're human um but you know we went with it and we were just like all right let's just let's just try let's just put this out and like that is honestly we have a saying here it's like ready firing <laughs> we like you just cuz when you work with a bunch of perfectionists you're just like we'll hold on to this forever and i think right. a lot of people identify with that they they're waiting for the perfect workout program they're yeah. waiting for the perfect diet they're waiting for the perfect circumstances to do whatever the thing that they want to do in their life and the perfect circumstances do not exist they they're never going to happen like the the idea is like if you want to get in some movement today and you don't have the workout program you're you're waiting for like go for a walk cool. just start
0: just pick something up and put it back down. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a weight.
1: No, it <laughs> could be, be a lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could be
0: anything. That's a great transition because that was my next question. Is, um, so, the Thick Thighs Saves Lives podcast, that is harder to say than you, maybe it's because of my accent, but saying Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast, I love the name. Um, <laughs> why? And um, <laughs> yeah let's just let's just get into it, right? And I agree with you why? On the podcast. <laughs> why? I just need to know, like right? I think yeah, we all want to know. I love it, but I need to know why. And then yeah. I agree. like I'm on like episode like two hundred and I think this is like two twenty nine or something like that. And people always ask me, I'm like, I just had to hit play. yep or record, basically. I just had to hit record, and I just had to start talking. And then people were, we talked about this you know several times.' like, Jay, you sometimes you say things and they're not real, like I'm not mean like make up words and like whatever. I'm like I'm just gonna be me, and trust me, there's got to be an audience out there of people who are like, oh, I I do the same thing, or I could care less because I love the message. So whatever it is, just hit record, put Mm -hmm. it out there, and the world will receive it. So proud of you guys for just doing that and and having Mm -hmm. such a, a a podcast that people really resonate with, but. I need to know why the name, I mean, you, you guys were, reading. so you, it's you and your sister, just so everybody can yes. understand that. Were you having coffee and you're like, Hey, this is a great name for a podcast
1: <laughs> or how
0: did, how did we get here?
1: Um. Okay. So our, when we thought of the idea of the podcast, it was because we were in our group and we were just realizing there were so many topics that we needed more time to discuss. Okay. And like, we couldn't answer them in just like three, messages and like, we were trying to do it individually, but we were like, we need to just like sit down and discuss this. But what we didn't want to do was fall into the typical diet industry where weight loss was a major focus. So when we, you know, started with, um, you know, rolling around ideas of thick thighs, um, the idea was really that we were not going to focus on weight loss at all that that wasn't the goal that wasn't the the topics of anything that we were going to cover although it is definitely could be yeah. a side effect of you gaining a healthier lifestyle but the idea there was that like there isn't one body type that we are going to say is healthy there isn't one um definitely smaller is not better it's not the goal it's not like you know the idea for a lot of women because that's me, me primarily my audience is that the smaller you can get the more you can shrink the more valuable you are and that's in your body and that's in your personality that is the space that you take up so when we thought about thick thighs save lives we were talking about taking up space okay. and taking up space you know as a human yeah. <laughs> here in this yeah. in this world for women
0: was it the first and only name?
1: Yeah, we we really? stuck with it. Yeah, we stuck with it from the very beginning. Um, and we have not, you know, we've taken some different because, you know, no matter what you do, there's always gonna be people who are saying you're doing it
0: wrong. Right. Oh, 100%. No matter
1: what you do. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. And I think everyone should know that. Forget about <laughs> like, it, yeah. You could be like, but like, you know, going back to what you said, if you just show up as your authentic self, and just show up as that in the world, like you a are going to live an authentic life, and that reads well to other people. The way that I've always said it to my sister is, I'm like, if you just show up, because she was actually more nervous than me to ever do the podcast. Um, but I said, if you show up as the authentic you, you're encouraging every woman who sees it and listens to it to do the same thing, mm. and like in just the realest way, talk about these issues that we've faced, that we see in our community and just answer them as honestly as we can and talk about them as honestly as we can and not try to like be these perfect role models or have the perfect answer for everything. Like I'm not going to, but I'm going to do my best and I'm going to live authentically. And I hope that encourages people who listen to me to do the same thing. I love
0: that. How long have you guys been doing? I know you're like around 200 episodes. How long have you actually been doing the show?
1: Uh, I think two years. We've done one a week. We've never missed. That's so awesome. we've done one a week. for um, yeah, is that three years? Yeah, I think so. Don't, it gets a little muddy. Listen, Sometimes I, we just show up and we're like, yeah. this is what we're talking about today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I said there'd be no math. I have no idea how many years that is, I nor know. am I going to try to calculate it. So, so I love that. So sometimes it's just you guys like, Hey, like, let's just have a great some of my favorite conversations to listen to are just very, and That's it's like I told you, like, let's just hit record and talk. And then something awesome will, you know, will come out of it. I mean, that's always my belief systems. I think that, you know, if you get two people who are willing to just be open and honest and not like be afraid to say something wrong. Like you're going to get really cool conversations that are going to be meaningful to somebody else. Cause I think in our lives, a lot, a lot of times, like you said, like we shrink our personalities and we don't say, or ask the questions. You know, one of my big things is, is ask more questions, right? Like if I'm working with any group or talking to anybody is like, ask more questions. And I always say, well, somebody's probably already asked that. And I said, who cares? And I always say like, There is a great possibility that I might answer it completely different than I answered it last time, because I'm a different version of me than I was the last time somebody asked me that same question. And so never be afraid to ask questions. I think it's one of the greatest gifts we have that's really underutilized.
1: I love that you said that, too, because, you know, over the the time span that I've been, you know, answering questions about health and fitness with the community, like my ideas about things have changed. and. Like sometimes, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow, but I think it's really important that, you know, other people can even see that, you know, that we can recognize your idea about something can change. And that is okay. That doesn't mean you're a hypocrite. That doesn't mean you can get new information. You can learn, you can talk to more people and you can humbly come out with a different opinion. And like, that's the human experience. (laughs) Like if we stay in the same, you know, if we say, you know, like I, am only, I answer this question the same every single time. It's like, are we learning? Are we growing? Are we, that's why I love ask more questions. Like ask me, I want to ask you, you know, you know, a lot of women who come in there, like, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times. And I was like, well, not by you.
0: Yeah, maybe, (laughs) maybe not. I have Mm -hmm. two, I have two things that I, that I use to kind of describe myself in that, with that context is that I'm always confident, but sometimes I'm wrong. (laughs) Yes. And then, and then my other one is that I reserve the right to change my mind at any given time based on new information that is presented to me. And I think if we're open to that, right? Like I, I love, I love, you know, the human body and I love science and I love all of those things. And the big, one of the biggest misconceptions is that science is static, right? Like it's consistently changing. Like we're consistently learning new things about you know, molecules and, and, you know, everything. And so if I'm unwilling to, it's like, you said something earlier that I thought was really cool that I wanted to come back to is, you know, we are talking about like in your group, they'll be like, well, what about this diet? Or what about this new thing? It's like, I agree with you. It's like, Hey, let's check it out. Let's, let's look at the, let's look at the framework. Let's, mm-hmm. let's see how it feels. Let's look at it. And is there something that we can learn from it? Is there a piece we can take out from it? Like, I, I always make a joke. Like i you know, I'll, you know, I say, you know, keto, paleo, and then I start making up a whole bunch of random words. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if you could take all of those, inside of all of those is probably your perfect combination. Yeah. In some way, shape or form, right? If we, we're going to put it in like a, but it's going to look totally different for all of us. So I'm not afraid to look at new things, but I'm also not the kind of person that says, well, this has to be true because it was on the magazine cover, right? So mm-hmm. I'm willing to to dance in 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 the arena with it and figure out like, Hey, this is kind of a cool concept. I never thought of that before. And so I think it's if being open is kind of what you're saying. It was just it was just how I think we both kind of feel about the yeah. world that we that we've chosen to, to play in.
1: To play in. I know. And and you can if you're if you are open, you can learn things from people different aspects different different you know ways to eat you know different um forms to work out you can learn different aspects of those and take what you like and discard what you don't like you have that power (laughs) like you don't have to go all in on crop like something like crossfit and say like well i'm not a yoga person like you could do both (laughs) you know, two days a week, you could do, um, you know, a higher intensity workout and three days a week, you could do more of a yoga Maybe you go for a walk even like you don't have, you could pull out different aspects of whatever you're looking at and figure out what works for you and discard the rest. There's no rules that say you have to just take in. If you choose to, you know, um, eat a diet that has, you know, lower carbs, that doesn't mean you have to be just keto. Like, Maybe what works for you is, you know, ha- eating a lower carb di- diet.
0: Hundred percent. you don't you don't need to identify as the name of the diet. Like you can just this, this is how I eat. Well, mm-hmm. what's it called? It's yeah. how I it's, it's <laughs> how I eat. I'm how I not eat. Sure. I don't know if I need to give it a fancy name or whatever. Maybe I'll maybe <laughs> I'll get a website or trademark it, but I don't think it's going to be that that popular. It's just how yes. I eat, right? It Has nothing to do with anything. when you're talking, I was thinking about like, you know, I started lifting weights when I was 11 years old. And so people always ask me like, Jay, what's the perfect workout? And I'm like, since I was 11, I've probably done everything. I mean, if you name it, I've probably, I've probably done various workouts or various forms of it. And you can, I've probably created my own personal system out of all of those things. You know what I mean? So it doesn't have to be like, I think we get really into labels. It's like, oh, you're a CrossFitter. It's like, I love some of the things that, that CrossFit does, but I know my body and the likelihood of me snatching anything at 50 years old, which I've never snatched in my life. It doesn't interest me. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I want to play again tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And so, but I love, you know, other versions of portions. They're like, but when the CrossFit games are on, like you watch it like it's no tomorrow. I'm like, cause I'm fascinated by human beings. Like yes. just because they're doing it doesn't mean I need to do it, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I love it. And the same thing to go with like yoga and Pilates. He's like, do you do yoga? And I'm like, not very well. Um,
1: <laughs> same, <laughs> or, I like, very, I'm very like, I tried. not very yeah. well.
0: <laughs> I'm very poor at it, but that doesn't mean that I can't do it, right? Like, and I think we get caught up in this thing of like, what's perfect, And the answer is there's no thing, but that's whether it's fitness or nutrition or, or life in and of itself. And so it's been such an awesome, just I can't believe we've already been talking for an hour, um, just to have a conversation with somebody who I I feel like I'm glad there's other people out there that are spreading the same version of the message I am so that we can, you know, help more people. Like we, if we can't help everybody, that's Okay. As long as somebody listening can take away some little nugget or some piece of information, mm. um, it's going to make me super happy. So we yeah. talked about the podcast. So thick thighs save lives. We're all going to download that, start listening <laughs> to it. I love podcasts, um, and so I'd rather do that than listen to watch TV or anything like that. Same. So I can't can't wait to dive into some of your episodes. Constantly varied gear. Um, the website's so cool, guys. Literally you're going to be like, are those women's leggings? And I'll be like, maybe, (laughs) but they feel good, (laughs) but there's so much cool stuff. Like I want, I want the shirts
1: coming. I want everything. (laughs) Sneak peek to men's shorts coming out. I don't know when this episode will air, but we will have some.
0: Love it. It's also cool. I'm just, I love to support people who are doing awesome and amazing things. And so Um, is there anything that we, that we didn't cover where people can go find you? Like, what's the easiest way if somebody said, Kelsey's awesome. Like, how do I just see what she's doing today? Like, where's the, where's the easiest place to go?
1: Um, I would probably say in our Facebook group, our Facebook group is fitness programming by CBG and I'm in there every day. And that has like an amazing community of women in there that just like are encouraging and just like want to clap for you on your fitness journey. Like that's the environment that we've created. Like if you are like, doesn't matter what type of fitness you're doing, or if you're not doing any right now, like that's the idea is that it's just like, you don't have to be working out. Like you're just like on your journey, li- trying to live a healthy lifestyle and want to be around people that are on a similar, like minded and also probably wear our leggings. <laughs> um, they're all in there. Uh, also on Instagram, constantly Very gear. And my Instagram is little miss hell yeah.
0: All of that, that's cool. Yeah,
1: any of those places you can definitely find me in an amazing community that like just want to help you. I did want to say too, when people ask yeah. you, um, you know, what's the best workout to do? And, you know, people ask me that all the time. And my answer is the one that you're going to show up for. 100%.
0: Because the one, like the one you'll do,
1: the one you'll do, if mm-hmm. it's just a walk, if not even just, if it's a walk, yeah. great. Like if it's stretching, great. Like it's the one that you're going to do.
0: 100%. It, yeah. The one that you'll do, the one that makes you happy. Like literally, I mean, literally yeah. we're, we're designed to be here, not to be miserable. Like we need to figure out any, any tools we can use that, we'll put a smile on our face and a little, you know, just a little abundance and happiness in our heart. And I think that's the key. It's like, it's refreshing to have a conversation with somebody who like, I mean, listen, weight loss is awesome. If that's your goal, weight gain is awesome. If that's your goal, like living your best life is, is the message behind all of this. And I think there's a a million ways there's, there's a million ways to get there. So Thanks for, uh, thanks for spending an hour with me. This is awesome.
1: Thank you so much. This is really awesome. I'm like obsessed. I love it. <laughs> oh,
0: cool. And so what I'll do, everything will be in the show notes guys. Cause I know we gave you a lot of different like URLs and websites and things like that. It'll all be in the show notes. And then, um, it, when I have an awesome guest, I mean, I'll, I'm going to connect with you. And so people will be able to see you on my pages and all that kind of stuff like that. So we'll, we'll make sure we get this show out there and we'll get people in some
1: leggings and having some fun. Awesome, thank you so much. Kelsey, thank you for your time. I'll see you soon.
0: Hey, before you go, I'd just like to say thank you again for listening to the Thrive Forever Fit podcast and watching on YouTube. It means the absolute world to me. And if you would, if you would do me one favor, and that is simply subscribe and review this podcast on whatever platform it is that you enjoy it on. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter. I would absolutely be so grateful and so thankful if you do that for me. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you again next week with an awesome, awesome episode. Bye.